welcome to Geeks Worldwide presents Preston and Key. I am, of course, your host, Michael Schluger, and this is episode 279, but who's counting? Uh, we have a fantastic show for you today. Let me introduce the crew. We have Josh Irwin. Howdy. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Uh, excellent. Excellent. You help? I'm great. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. And I can actually see Jay Rich's beautiful manly face for once. It's amazing. Oh, and I am tired, so <laughs> that's how I'm doing. Outstanding stuff, everybody. Well, we are still very happy that you could uh, join us tonight. I'm happy to be here. Good, good. So we have a lot to talk about. I'm going to jump right in. And uh, rather than do the PSA, I'm just going to jump into the biggest news, I think. We'll, we'll get back to the PSA in a little bit. It's more of a follow-up than a PSA. I don't know why someone labeled it PSA. Anyway. <laughs> um, so the SNES Classic, right? That is obviously the biggest news uh, of the week. Um, and it's, it's, you know, I don't think anyone's surprised by this, right? It was really a question of uh, when, not, not if. if. Um, I think you'd have to be like a complete moron to think that Nintendo wouldn't do this okay. again. So it's been announced. Uh, it's going to be $80. And by the way, I want to mention real quick to all of our listeners, if you have any questions during the live stream, ask them. We want to talk to you. So uh, type your message, and we're going to see it, and then we'll give you the answer um, if we have it. So uh, 80 bucks gets you two controllers this time around. Um, they are still wired, so I imagine they're going to be like two feet long or whatever ridiculous length Nintendo comes up with. Oh. I heard five feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, these, wow. these are like a few feet longer. I think they said they're three feet longer than the ones on the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's actually good news. Good that's job. good. Yeah. Five feet. Um, they've also said, uh, Nintendo's also announced that they're going to make significantly more uh, of the SNES Classics than the NES Classics. So what that means is they're going to make at least 50. Yeah, at least. <laughs> that, at least, guys. Maybe if we're lucky, 55. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, so pre-orders in the U.S., to my knowledge, haven't gone up yet. Um, and I've been keeping, I know Josh, you and I have been keeping a pretty close eye on this one. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it anywhere. Um, in Europe, though, uh, they did go up. So for whatever reason, the, the European retailers did release pre-orders. They sold out in an instant. And some scumbag scalpers have already started to sell um, the the pre-orders, the guaranteed pre-orders on eBay for a three, four, four times markup, which is bonkers. Yeah. Um, first but of all, surprising. well, yeah. So, but you know, I, I gotta say, first of all, fuck you to the scalper and fuck <laughs> you to the person who's enabling the scalper. Like, come on, like give it a chance, give mm-hmm. Nintendo a chance. And I don't say those words very often, but like, <laughs> Give them a chance to make the stuff um, before you resort to the scalper. You know what I mean? There's there's going to be a lot, lot more. H- having said all of that, Nintendo has also made it clear that this is going to be a limited run like the NES. Um, and it's going to go through the holiday season and then stop. So it's going to... What was the release? Is August? Is that right? September, September 29th or September 19th? Yes, September 29th. Yeah. So September 29th uh, through August, I'm sorry, through December, I apologize, through the holiday season, and then that's it. Um, 
and the game the games released I, I think are pretty fair I think most people are going to be really happy with the game lineup um, what, what where are you guys at are you gonna is this like a no-brainer for you guys was there uh, a big game on the list it's like a 20 game list so I'm not gonna bother like going through every single one right now but is there a big one that you thought they they missed um, I know a lot of people are obviously excited for the um, for the uh, Star Fox 2, which was previously yeah. unreleased. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk, talk a big one that you think they missed, you said? Yeah. Is there any big one you think they missed? I mean, I don't know. It seems like... Uh, I, I mean, one doesn't really stand out to me, but like... I've had a lot of these... I've had a lot of the Super Nintendo games I've wanted to play on uh like the other various virtual consoles over the years so like personally i wish zombies at your neighbor uh, zombies at my neighbors was on there but that like i don't think that's a huge miss on their part well that yeah that's kind of where i'm at too like the list is almost perfect but there are fan favorites that they could have included like yeah zombie ate my neighbors faceball and uh uniracers yeah sure and yeah, then I, the, I... the big miss would be like chrono trigger um, and, and we had talked about that a little bit before. I Chrono Trigger has really... been available on so many platforms. Yeah, that yeah, point, that's like... basically my position. That if True. you wanted it, you could have picked it up. Yeah, you can pick it up on iPhone right now, can't you? Isn't on iOS? Like, yeah. There's... But which, by the way, I heard the version of it on the phone is god awful. So yeah, same, sure it probably is. Same thing with Final Fantasy Three. Warning? It's not good. Yeah, um, but it's there. Uh, but it, it's on so many other platforms. Yeah, but I mean, they made a DS port. They've had it on every virtual console that mm-hmm. Nintendo's ever made. Like, I don't know. It's I, I agree, though. Like, it seems like it's something that could have been on there. But you get Earthbound, and you get the huge shock of getting Mario RPG. Like, that's pretty surprising that that actually made it on there. I was surprised about that one, too. I think the yeah. big thing I learned from the NES Classic is not to treat this particular release kind of laissez-faire. Because when the NES Classic yeah. came out, I'm like... Oh, those things are going to be everywhere. So I just kind of cruised over to my local GameStop the day it came out, and there was a line around the building, and I'm like, "You've got to be shitting me!" So, <laughs> That's so I'm going how most of us felt, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the 28th and 29th off, and definitely, definitely get one. I mean, uh, I'm going to obviously try and secure a pre-order when, when, whenever it goes up in the U.S. Um, if they do it, because they didn't. Nobody did that last year. Well, yeah, yeah but that was last year, though. But yeah, no, I I, I feel you. And and, when, uh, and Jason Smith in the in the YouTube chat room brings up a good uh, a good point. Uh, this is a great deal for people who, you know, maybe did sell these games a long time ago. Like, because these will technically be like quote unquote real versions of the games. You know, mm-hmm. if if we're to be believed that Nintendo's not actually just downloading a ROM from the internet and sticking it on this, which still could be the case, but. <laughs> Um, okay, that's definitely what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for people who want like a quote-unquote real version of the game played on as close as you're gonna get to the real hardware easily, like this is a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this is this is such an easy win for Nintendo. It's basically a victory lap, and they get to reclaim uh, some of the goodwill, some of the public goodwill that they lost over the NES. Um, and one of the things I mentioned, obviously, in our chat before was. You know, Nintendo claimed the shortage that, like, there wasn't enough, basically, components for them to right. continue mm-hmm. making the NES Classic. I think that's bullshit. 
I think whoever their supplier is, is at max capacity. And they just switch them over to making the SNES classics uh, while they look for additional manufacturers. Like, the, like, like, what if once somebody goes and does a teardown of the SNES classic, it's just the same in, you know, inside the same hardware as the NES classic? I mean, I think that kind of deflates their whole argument that, you know, that they just I would be very stuff. surprised if it was not. The I think it's going to be the same. It's going to be the exact same hardware because the hardware that was in the NES Classic is already powerful enough <laughs> to easily do the SNES. And yeah. you could probably do N64 as well whenever that rolls around because that's next. I mean, who are we kidding? GameCube is going to be next. No, I'm sorry. N64 is going to be it's, next. You can also ask, is Sony going to do a PS1 Classic? Which I would respond, probably not because name me 20 games on the PS1 that you want to play. <laughs> that aren't Final Fantasy VII that's already coming out for PS4 next year. Like, Well, that and the PS1 Classics are so well-supported on their PSN network across. The only yeah, thing they're not true. supported on is PS4 right now, but you can play them on Vita or PS3 or PSP. Yeah. So they've, they've always supported that, and you don't have to buy it every time yeah. you get a new console. I could, I could see maybe... Uh, not now, right? Because they, they don't want to come across as a Me Too kind of dealio. Mm-hmm. But uh, I could totally see maybe, you know, what was, we were, a couple of years ago, it was like the 25th anniversary of PlayStation, or the 20th, was it 25th or 20th? No, it must have been 20th. Um, it was 20th. It was the 20th, yeah, it was the, con- that console was the 20th anniversary the 20th. console. So I can, I can totally see maybe around a, a, a nice round number, like a 25th anniversary, like another big milestone number. Maybe around there, at some point, it could, it could come out. But I don't think anything in the immediate future is going to be coming out like that. Yeah. Amuro yeah. J says something about playing classics through PS View, but I think he means PS Now. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. PS View is their uh, cable streaming service, which is yeah. good. Which is a, it's a nice service. But yeah, I, I, that's what I assume he means. PS Now. Um. But yeah. So. I mean, I, I, I think everyone, probably most of us are going to pick it up. Um, what will be interesting to see is, do you guys think they're going to leave any room for future games to somehow come out on the device? Or do you think it's just going to be like, what you get is what you get? What you get is what you get. I don't think Nintendo yeah, I mean, some yeah. people will figure out how to add things to it. Like, that's well, if gonna it's happen. the same hardware, then it's just going to be yeah. a one, two, three kind of thing. Yeah. I actually wonder if, if they'll figure out a way to lock down the memory to prevent people from adding anything to them. No, I'm like, sure they'll try. Or, Somebody or, will figure out. Or they way. just put just enough memory in it so that they can't load 500 games onto it anymore. Uh, could be. I don't know. To me, honestly, like if Nintendo was smart, what they would do is just sell these things. And they can sell one for each just because people want the different shaped controllers. Like, just sell one of each and make it have an internet connection. And then, like, every two months pop out of their 50 games and sell them for two bucks a pop. Like, yeah, that's honestly, that's what I, that's, I think that would be a way smarter idea and just ditch the virtual console idea. Make people, you know, or keep the ding, virtual ding, console, ding, I guess, ding. too. But yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens really. I mean, I just yeah. wonder if they could build one that has Wi-Fi for under, for under a hundred bucks. We'll see. Yeah. You think so? Oh Yeah. So, obviously, we're going to keep an eye on this one. And if we hear that pre-orders are going to be coming out, um, we'll let you guys know. Right now, nothing's been announced. So, we'll keep you posted. But I do want to move on to the other topics this week. Um, And uh, 
something else that's been sort of making the splash uh, this week is Valve for two reasons. Um, the first one has to do with something we knew was coming, but we still, you know, uh, have more information about it finally. And that is their new uh, Knuckles uh, VR controller. Uh, now, we had seen a very uh, sort of simple prototype um, in their uh, development conference that they have. This was a Steam development conference. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Yes, um, but here, what we're seeing is more of a finished product. Um, not the commercial version. This is what's going to be going out to devs. And when you look at this thing, I mean, when I sort of in my head imagined VR in the future, this is really, really close to what I envisioned. Um, and, you know, if you look at the diagram, what you'll see is that this device is capable of sensing each of your fingers independently of one another. Um, and it, not only that, but you can also open your hand completely um, and the thing won't fall. So it, it can lead to all sorts of really cool gameplay situations. And if you look at the um, that second picture, Lance will put it up. Um, in in a, This is just sort of like a, a demo, a, a proof of concept. You can see that uh, the character is able to make a devil horns using this controller, which is really, really cool. Um, yeah. A lot of gameplay possibilities open up once you have a controller that can sense every single finger. It's so cool. Um, are you guys going to be picking this one up? I know, Josh, obviously you have a VR setup already. Um, would you make the upgrade to, to this kind of device? Mm, no, I'm pretty happy with my, my Oculus Touch. Not saying they're superior or anything, but uh, I am pretty happy with the setup I have now. So so you would need basically like um, a killer app, a game, to, to make you on a Switch. Well, the thing is, is I'm already invested in the Rift setup, right? And I can't just add Vive motion controllers to my rift. Mm. Oh, that's right. You have a rift set. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So so I, I was a little curious. That, like, they said that it's dependent on a calibration process, but then they don't go into what that entails. So that's a little concerning to me because I know that's been an issue with, like, previous, you know, devices, similar devices. So I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we don't know how difficult the calibration process, how difficult or simple the calibra calibration process is going to be. Um, I imagine they have to calibrate it because we can all exert different amounts of pressure on mm -hmm. the Makes sense that there the sensor. Yeah. Um, so maybe it won't be quite as shareable as, you know, like you take it off and you hand it to the next person. But hopefully the, they'll, I would imagine it's in their best interest to make the calibration as seamless as possible. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going to change Star Trek Bridge Crew. So now you know all the Vive players because they're going like this all the time. So, <laughs> so like right now, it, those of you who haven't played Star Trek Bridge Crew, if you can point in Star Trek Bridge Crew, you're an Oculus Rift player because nobody else can do this. Uh, ah, yeah. I see. Little, Does that make you jealous? No, I'm a Rift player, so I can point. <laughs> oh, uh, you think that makes them jealous that you can, that you can point yeah. and they can't? Yeah, the every time you point or something, and somebody that's on v, PSVR or on uh, or on Vive, they go, "Oh, he's an Oculus Rift player." <laughs> and so it's crossplay that all the VR people can play together. Yep, everybody plays together. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, they 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 rag on Sony like they don't do crossplay, but they totally do. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I. I really want to see where this is going. 
uh, what kind of games are, are possible. Uh, but, you know, this is just one of those things that really ups the immersion factor yes. um, in, in the game. And I think that is, that that's a big sell point for VR. I mean, that's what VR needs to do as good as it does already, it needs to do it even better to to be accepted into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And so, seeing something like this makes me think: okay, this is going to convert even more people into you know VR proponents. For yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, the other Valve story uh, is a little sad. Uh, it has to do with, uh, and I didn't actually realize that they were developing this. I'd forgotten about this thing entirely. Um, Valve had been working on an augmented reality system uh, called Cast AR, and they had a successful uh, Kickstarter for this, apparently. Um, Cat, gotta get out of the way. Do the podcast. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Do the podcast now. Um, So it was supposed to launch this year, uh, but basically... Uh, the full company has been shut down. Uh, what had happened was the Kickstarter was very successful, but then an investor approached the, uh, the people behind it uh, and said, we will fund you. So what they did was they refunded everyone who had contributed towards the Kickstarter and sent them a dev kit uh, uh, anyway. But the investor apparently, for whatever reason, uh, it's not clear right now, uh, has backed out. And so the project was canceled. Um were any of you guys like cat come on were any of you guys actually aware of the this project in the first place no <laughs> nope yeah. i'd never heard of it when you posted this article in our in our chat the other day i was like i didn't even know they were doing this okay <laughs> right like the, yeah it starts off with like the future of cast ar i'm like the future <laughs> and it had this picture of these like like hipster glasses with this like weird whip up uh-huh. thing yeah I, I didn't even know that existed I, I have no idea yeah so i i think this is a really huge missed opportunity on valve's part um it was sort of like these two were both valve employees and they were like sort of their own company as well and i just don't think they did enough to promote this thing but i've seen demo videos where, you know, they let people try out the product. And it looks really, really cool um, because these gla- the glasses that you see there can fit over normal glasses. And then they're basically projecting the 3D image that you're interacting with. And uh, <laughs> yes, Kat. He's, 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 very, he's very needy today. Um, and basically, it was, it was supposed to be very easy to use essentially and not cause any headaches, not cause any, uh, you know, uh, any nausea or anything like that. So it seems like a good idea, but uh, I guess the world just isn't ready for AR yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, they, maybe they could have beat HoloLens to the actual consumer market, right? So Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. But alas. But alas and the lack. Uh, so that is it for Valve, believe it or not. And then moving on, we have Sega Forever. Uh, now, this was, have you guys, uh, well, you guys, I'm sure, have read of it. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Right. I wish I, I could poll the, our viewers to see how many of them were aware of this. 
The idea behind Sega Forever is actually pretty good. Um, it's basically an, an app for your mobile phone, um, and it gives you free access to a ton of classic Sega games. And you can pay about $2 to turn off ads for... And that, the story's a little... I, it's a little unclear in the story. I wasn't sure if it, $2 turns off the ads in that particular game or in all the games. I imagine for just that particular game. Um, it's still not a bad price. And uh, it launched with five games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, second, I'm it up. Yeah, it was like Fantasy Star 2, Altered Beast... One of the Sonics. Uh, Comic Zone, I think, was one of them. Yeah, yeah Sonic the Hedgehog, Fancy Star 2, Comic Zone, uh, Kid Comic Chameleon, Zone. and Altered Beast. Yep. Um, there's just one problem. Uh, the emulation on it sucks. A lot. Which is funny, considering how long we've been emulating right. Genesis successfully. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the reason behind that is because... Sega decided to go with Unity, for whatever reason, to, to run the emulation, um, even though there's probably better emulated sources out there. And other people have already worked with them on emulated versions. <laughs> like another company worked with them to make an emulated version of Hedgehog that was very well received, you know. But for whatever reason, they, they for licensing reasons, is my understanding, they went with Unity. Um, I'm really, really hopeful that Obviously, the, the, the bugs get patched out. Have any of you guys tried to run the app at all or not yet? I haven't tried it, but I mean, I, I would think nope. that, I mean, most people that, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the people, the group of people I know, but I think most people that want to play Sega games or Super Nintendo games on their phones were already doing it through, you know, one of the many free emulators. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. That is an excellent point. Well, here, here's the thing, too. Like, they will never make a pure touchscreen emulator that runs the game the way you want to play it. Yeah. Well, just playing Sonic on a touchscreen sucks ass. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a good experience. There's always going to be problems, yeah. I yeah. agree with that. So you pretty much have to can carry around a MOGA controller or something to even enjoy the games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree with you, Hell, I, I've got a Genesis emulator on my phone, and I use it to play, like, Fantasy Star 4, which is probably the greatest JRPG ever made that nobody ever played. Um, but uh, I, that's, a, that's a good... I mean, listen, you, you kind of sold me. I kind of feel like I need to go download that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it's a great RPG. It's got awesome music, a great story. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. The Android Play Store is full of these emulators that will play the stuff perfect and just fine yeah. with no problems. Yeah, and I think Sega ads, basically so. decided to just take a piece of the pie. They're like, well, people are going to do this, so we might as well try and make a, a buck or two off of it. Yeah, it's just a weird decision to port their emulator through Unity and know mm-hmm. that it doesn't work right. It's a weird decision. I think it was odd to just launch with five games, too. Like, yeah. Uh, I think that there's potential here, though, um, especially if they start to port stuff that... Um, you know, hasn't been ported as often. I mean, yeah, emulators already exist, but that's generally speaking a fairly small minority of the of the public. Fair. But if if they can start porting like Sega CD, Sega Saturn, which has notoriously been very difficult to emulate because of its unique system architecture, you should do you should do something on that. Yeah, I'd love to see you cover that at some point. You know what? I I hope that they port Sewer Shark. I have no idea what that is. You don't know oh, what Sewer Shark is? Thing of CD eating. 
Oh, Sega CD game? It's real good. Dude, that was oh. the only Sega CD game I had for the longest time when I was a kid. I played the crap out of that game. And it, it's bad. It's what was the first person fighting one? Way of the Warrior or something like that? The first Way of the person War- fighting. Ugh. And then uh, what was the, the zombie one uh, that also had a 32X Sega CD release? Oh, something island, I think. Something like that. And then, no, you, uh, you might be thinking Dead Island. You're not thinking House maybe, of the Dead maybe. or something? No, it's like Corpse something. Yeah, it's Corpse something. I don't Anyway, it's not good is what it is. And then <laughs> F-14 Tomcat. Cor- uh, Are you guys talking about Corpse Killer? Yeah, Corpse Killer. I think that's Corpse Killer, Killer probably, yeah. And then uh, like I have, I have the Dune adventure game. Uh, and then I also have the uh, Jurassic Park Adventure game, which is way under, <laughs> which is way underrated. That Sega CD Jurassic Park game was the bomb. I, I like <laughs> that the one where you play I, as a raptor or something. What was that? Is that the one where you play as a raptor? No, uh-uh, no, you are. It That's is first person. One I think you're thinking of. Yeah, it's a first person adventure game, uh, like Mist, but on Jurassic Park. Ah, like Mist, but not good. I liked it. I thought it was. I never I liked Miss really to begin good. with, so that's not yeah. really saying much. I didn't uh, listen. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, because they're using Unity, I think it makes more sense for the later generation of Sega games. So if they were to start uh, porting Dreamcast and Sega CD and Saturn, That'd then cool. I think there is, you know, something there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I think if they just try porting the 16-bit stuff, that's not going to go over well. I mean, hell, they had their, you know, you can buy a, a, a Sega Genesis console, much like the SNES and NES Classic, and they're everywhere. They've been available for years, and they, they've come packed with, like, a ton of games, including all the ones we just mentioned. Yeah, you can buy that uh, You can buy that uh, handheld one for, like, 40 bucks. The handheld one's like 40 and then there's one that plugs into your TV for, mm. I want to say, 50 or 60 Shit, they got that at Big Lots. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's it's not hard to come across. I've seen yeah. them in like Walgreens and Rite Aids and that sort of thing. Yeah. Or whatever your local pharmacy of choice is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's not a big deal. But definitely the later stuff, I think, would be cool. I'd love to see like Power Stone or... Uh, Crazy Taxi is a bad example because that one's been ported everywhere. But yeah. like Skies of Arcadia, for example. Oh that yeah, awesome. that would be a great one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any any dream Sega game that you guys uh, that we haven't mentioned so far that you would like to see there? Shining Force Three. Yeah, it's a good one. Shining Force would be good. That'd be. It's weird that there hasn't been any kind of spiritual successor to the Shining Force. It's weird that there's not a bunch of people out there screaming for Shining Force to come back because it was, I don't know, like I just, it was one of the best games of my childhood. So I don't, it's like nobody, it never reached a cult status that other stuff has reached. Yeah. The closest, you can see this cat's really needy today. Um, <laughs> the closest thing that I can think of is, believe it or not, Fire Emblem, the way the Fire mm-hmm. Emblem battle system works where. Very similar. Yeah. So that's. That's the only thing that's come close to that mechanic, but Shining Force did it decades before. Right. You know, Fire Emblem did it. So check check that one out if you have. Uh, anyone, any any uh, other one that you guys want to throw out there? I'd love to see Vector Man. Ooh. Night Trap. 
Night Trap. <laughs> they, well, aren't they? Isn't it Night Trap that they're re-releasing that uh, limited edition collector's version in HD of? Shut up. No, I don't. No, no, no. serious. No, just a second. Just a second. I'm going to find this. No, look, I believe you. I'm just, I believe you. Just a, I'm, I, believe I'm, I'm just mad. I'm, I believe you. I'm just mad about it. Uh, You're, uh, why, are you, why are you mad about it? Oh, I'm done. There we go. Link in the chat. Of course. Uh, amazing. I love crappy uh, FMV games, actually. So who doesn't? Yeah. yeah, who? I mean, they are they are special. They hold a special <laughs> place in everyone's heart. <laughs> yeah. So this is this thing's coming out on uh, looks like uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Why? <laughs> Why? If you, if you ask me that question, they've already won. And did, did you see the cases for the PS4? You can get the Sega CD or 32X stripe on the left side of the case. I, I don't know. I geek out over that kind of shit. I think it's fucking cool. <laughs> You're easily that, amused. Uh, it's when I grew up, dude, and I had all of that stuff as a kid. Oh, I still have all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I just think it's so cool. So, I mean, when they say HD, are you, are you, like, are you telling me that this was filmed like on film? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the most <laughs> shocking part, I think. About that, that yeah, that really is pretty that's pretty uh surprising, actually. I also would be uh Oh, someone Jason is mentioning Saga Frontier too. Saga Frontier. Uh yeah. I haven't heard Saga I haven't heard that in ages. Saga Frontier, so, saga Frontier on the PS1 was Wasn't so that PS1? Bad. That was PS1. Yeah, was Saga me. Frontier. Well, I think that was three, but it was bad. It was so bad. I feel like I feel like that one was. I might be wrong. I'd have to look that one up. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Our last regular story uh, this week has to do with something called the Sony PlayLink, um, and this is a really interesting sort of move by Sony. Um, it's it's a it's a second it's a second screen situation. So kind of like uh, I think Xbox Glass was the mm-hmm. last one to attempt something like this. Yeah. Um, it's an app on your phone, and it basically uh, syncs up with a game that's playing on your PlayStation. And obviously, all the phones have to be on the same Wi-Fi as the PlayStation. Right. And yeah, you get to um, there. You know, you you can play with your friends uh, using your phone this game it's a great idea in principle in practice i don't know that this is going to work out so well um what would you guys uh, make of this one uh i don't know i mean i'm not particularly excited about it I... so yeah, i mean I strong no. feelings one way or the other about it honestly so in in the story um or in when i say the story i mean in the article uh, they talk about two games. One is going to be available for free to anyone who's a PlayStation Plus member. And uh, the name of the game is called That's You. And it's basically like a party game. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this, this looks dumb. I, <laughs> I can't imagine any adults with any amount of self-respect actually like playing this. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's like... I mean... I don't know about that. I mean, like, it is what it is. Like, you know, play what you want. Play what you want to play. What you want to play. It's just that's not definitely not for me. 
Yeah, so I mean, I could see this being fun for uh, like teenagers or preteens, like 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14 sure. year olds. Um, and you know, it's it's cute, right? Like, you know, it asks someone to uh, make a pose and then you use your phone to draw on top of them and whoever, you know, draws the funniest picture of the person in the pose, like gets a point and something. Right. But it doesn't look terribly appealing to me. There is a different game that was announced though, uh, which I thought was a lot more interesting and it was called Hidden Agenda. So this is sort of like a Heavy Rain-esque game um, where you make group decisions on where the story goes, but then one person is randomly assigned a hidden agenda that goes counter to the group and you don't know who it is and you got to figure out, you know, over the guess through the course of the game, who is trying to sabotage uh, the group. It's kind of like, it's like that VR game, that uh, Werewolves Within, right? Where somebody's the werewolf and you're trying to hide it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly right. The game sounds cool. It looks great. Yeah, it does. It looks, it looks really well done. Um, I I think that uh, if you, if you read the article, it wasn't originally designed with Playlink in mind, but um, in testing, they found that like, people would yell out like uh, what the person should do. Like if, you know, like uh, if one of us was watching Josh play, uh, we'd start <laughs> like yelling at him to like, mm-hmm. pick that, pick that. And so they, they saw that happening in the play in the test sessions and they decided to run with that concept, which I think is, you know, sort of a, a pretty ballsy move on their part, honestly. Yeah. It's got its uses. I mean, when that first Jackbox party pack came out, everybody was talking about that game. What is it? Scribbage or something like that? Where yeah. Yeah. Everybody, that was like a cult hit. And that is a very similar thing. Um, it's all going to come down to developers making interesting content. I, I think it's got a place, um, but without good stuff and fun stuff and memorable stuff to play, who's, who's going to care? And it's right. just, and it's just another marketing thing to remember. Like I was asking you before, I was like, is Playlink that, you know, <laughs> Because like, and I'm a Sony fanboy, so. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I really think this is sort of going to be a hard sell for Sony. Like, how do you convince people? How do you even tell them about this, right? Like, how do you, on the one hand, you've got the PlayStation Plus people um, who get the free game. But I think if they look at the game, most of them, the majority of them will probably decide it's not for them. So, mm-hmm. If, if Hidden Agenda had been the free game, I think it would actually have a much better chance because I feel like I would invite a couple of, uh, a buddy or two of mine over to, to play this together. You know, you could make a night of it. Supposedly, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's uh, any character can die. So the, the game is open to like multiple playthroughs and different dis- d- choices lead to different outcomes. So there's, you know, probably two or three playthroughs into that one. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that would get people interested in the idea way more than than the other one. So oh, for sure, kind of the whole Rocket League scenario. But like outside of the obvious quiz show type of game that's been around for ages at this point, is there any other concept that you think could work on this kind of platform? Any other second screen situation you could see playing out? Like I maybe poker. Poker would be kind of interesting. Virtual poker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's, so there are tabletop games that would lend themselves well to this format. If you wanted to play them digitally, I think, um, yeah. as a matter of fact, I think the, the game that we were just talking about is originally a tabletop game. Uh, if yes. The werewolf one. Yeah. 
so yeah, I think that like stuff like that would lend itself well, but like it's, I feel like it's going to be a limited market, even though everybody has a cell phone. I, I agree. Like for a few reasons, like, first of all, like, I don't know, like, I don't think I can get like four other friends of mine to like not do other shit on their phones for an hour. Right. That's, you know? so that's <laughs> my, and that's been my experience even playing, uh, you know, Josh mentioned those Jackbox games. Like mm. it's, it, that's been my experience too. Like trying to get a bunch of gamers to sit down on their phones and just like pay attention to one thing when you have a world of pornography at your fingertips. <laughs> like, <Right? laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have a bad time. Like no one's gonna. Yeah, it's. I think they're cool ideas, and they really do work well when you know, like you said, the it comes down to the developer. Like if there's compelling content there, they work really well and they're very interesting. But it's a matter of can you get other people to do it. It's yeah. like herding cats. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't think our age group is the target audience, you know. Probably uh, not. No, probably not. I'll concede that for sure. I, you know, if, if we're going to get together and play some like game it's with a bunch of people, it's probably going to be an actual tabletop game or something like that. You know, or you're going to play tabletop simulator. You're going to play tabletop simulator on Steam. Like, <laughs> tabletop simulator. That well, that hey, don't knock tabletop simulator, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the Steam like, sale right now. Yeah, you get it for like what ten bucks, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good, it's a good deal. I played yeah. Settlers of Catan on there just last night with a couple people. Yeah, like the only thing I can think of that I would want to play on this is like you don't know Jack, and mm. well, Jack is going to do that already. So what? Yeah, right, right. Um, all right. Well, that is I think it for the for the regular stories. Oh, I guess we have that one follow up, uh, which I totally ignored. So we should talk about that super quick. Um, you know. Last week, we talked about how mods were being shut down, um, or rather a, a very, very prominent mod that enabled other mods right. called Open4, uh, OpenIV, um, was being shut down by Take-Two. Um, in a very interesting little twist, actually, Rockstar stepped in and said, hey, 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 this is a bad idea. And they, <laughs> and they got Take-Two to back down and... Uh, they were they reached out to the developer behind OpenIV and basically worked with them to take out the bits and pieces that enabled cheating in the online world. Yeah. Uh, but still allowed just regular modding to take place. Um, although the caveat is that uh, you're not really supposed to use characters from you're not supposed to mod in characters from other properties. So that really famous Iron Man mod would you know, technically be a no-go. Yeah. Which sucks because that one was awesome. Yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I think that's the thing that I focused on when I read the story was that the thing that got taken down was a mod tool. That was like the thing that everybody was offended about. It is right. also the mod tool that everybody used to put Iron Man and Barney and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it doesn't really save that mod tool because that mod tool is still being used for that and will continue to be used for that. Right. So... I kind of feel like I kind of feel like though that people will kind of turn a blind eye to it almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only reason Take Two stepped up here was because it was interrupting their flow of cash of microtransactions. Right. That's the only right. reason they gave a fuck. Um, I think that as long as someone's not charging, you know, ninety nine cents for the Iron Man mod or whatever, I, I think Take Two is just going to kind of look the other way for the most part. Yeah. yeah, let's hope so. I mean, that takedown letter was that, you know, that was just 
bad PR, bad publicity. Just very bad. bad PR, yeah. yeah. That's definitely, definitely. Um, why so, can't we run game companies, gentlemen? We should just be able to run all the game companies. And everything. Yeah, I, th- I think that sometimes, but I feel like I feel like there probably is a little bit more of the like bottom line that I'm not getting. Like, I'm sure there's something that I'm not getting about it, but right, there are some of those companies where it's like Jesus Christ, just like. But then you, but then you look at companies like Valve and who like clearly just like fuck off with whatever they want to do, and like I don't know, it's it's tough stuff i think i think that you know first we need to come up with a really cool game idea and then we can do whatever the fuck we want afterwards but the important thing is to have that that solid mechanic in the the game and then you know once the money starts coming in we can do whatever but (laughs) you gotta start with the mechanic first you know steam wouldn't be anywhere without half-life that's true true and everybody was bad about that and, and then you know the rest follows um, but we have two or oh, two, three, uh, what the fuck stories for you, uh, this week. Uh, the first one, I'm going to start with sort of the least what the fucks far as I'm concerned. Um, and, uh, that is Sonic shoes. You can buy them now. Um, it is the 26th anniversary. It's kind of a random number, uh, of Sonic. Uh, and that does really 26. God, it's crazy. 26th anniversary of Sonic. Um, and Nintendo is selling you the shoes. Um, they are actually pretty affordable. They're $63 with shipping. Um, there's just one small problem as far as I'm concerned. Apparently, uh, the Japanese people don't think that Westerners have large feet because <laughs> the sizes on these things are pretty small. The U.S. sizes go from 6 to 10 and a half. So, oh, I guess uh, I'm not ordering those. Sad life. Yeah, so I wear a 12, so I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'm, out I'm out. I'm out. I tapped out on that one. <laughs> also, they're just fucking vans with, like, a white strap over them. Just go yeah. buy red vans and put a white strap. It's not difficult. Make your own Sonic shoes, kids. I think it says, I think Sonic is embroidered on the back of them, too, so that's... Okay, oh, then no. get a fucking Sonic patch <laughs> embroidered on the back of shit. And I think they missed an opportunity. They should have put a ring on the back, right? Like that's. What yeah, I'm right? Thinking. Easy. There should have been. You know, way, the, 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 why aren't we in charge of shoe manufacturing? <laughs> I'm starting asking the real question. I'm starting right. to think that between the shoe sizes available and the patch on the back and the stitching on the back, this we are not the target audience. Once again, uh, once, <laughs> once again, we're not. That. Okay, all right. That's I feel like kind of should be though. By the way, the, it's not Vans making them. It's a Japanese company called uh, Anapon. They they're fucking slip on Vans. That's what they look like, and that's. Oh, I'm never gonna be able to take. I think so. they, I think they even had like a little tag, like a little similar to Vans tag that they put on their shoes. It, it, it looked kind of like a Vans ripoff. A little bit. Yeah, it's like, right. Is it like the Japanese name and then the the slogan is on the wall? Like that's what. <laughs> that's how we're doing this. Yeah. Hey, j- hey, Japanese shoemakers. We Westerners have a saying. <laughs> you know what they say about a man with big feet? It's true. Big shoes. Oh, I thought we were going with if the shoe fits. All right, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, our next story. Uh, also, this is pretty cool, honestly. Um, someone decided to uh, basically make a AR Super Mario game uh, based on, you know, the first level in Super Mario Brothers. 
this is this is pretty cool. I kind of want to see. He's clearly doing it in uh, Central Park. It looks like Central Park to me. Maybe it's a different one. I don't know. I would love to see someone make like an obstacle course based on, you know, Super Mario, and then you know you uh, you put on the glasses and see the world. This once again proves that if somebody can use something to make the Mario One One level, they're gonna do it. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, but I don't know. The only problem is <laughs> the the glasses that you're seeing there are HoloLens, and those are three thousand dollars per pair. So yeah, um, this isn't something that you're gonna be able to like. Most people aren't yeah. gonna run outside and and pick this thing up. But the idea is really cool. Yeah, it's it's a cool idea. <laughs> Andy, Andy put the star in the wrong place because he can't jump thirty feet in the air. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, to, he, he he had to like go around everything because he couldn't he had jump. To go around the pipes. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, have I been playing it. Mario wrong? <laughs> Apparently, That's why it you need to build the, the yeah. You need to build the obstacle course around the you know the design of the level. But like, uh, I thought it was really go. cool how he when he picked up the fire flower, he started shooting fireballs. That was, yeah. that was really cute. Yeah, I thought, I thought cool. it was. I thought it was clever when he got the mushroom that, uh, you know, to make himself bigger, like the pipes just shrunk a little bit. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I, I, I teased, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was well. Yeah, no, we, we make fun, but it was, that was very impressive stuff. So. Very true. I, also, I love how nobody in that, like, like, the Goombas look horrifying in 3D. Like they yeah, they do. <laughs> like, as we all knew, they truly were. Like, <laughs> he, he passes a few people, and uh, they don't seem to care that he's like fucking looking like Jordy in a Mario suit. Uh, <laughs> there's, that, there's that one lady that walks by him and is kind of like <laughs> She might have been checking him out. And and uh, I'll tell you two things. One, it's New York. Like we don't give a fuck. There's weird people doing weird things in New York all the goddamn time. So you just kind of learn to you know, like your 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 eyes just sort of slide over and just you focus on what you whatever you set out to do or wherever you set out to go. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, the other thing which I thought was really cool is he even included the secret one-up mushroom. Yeah, that, that was cool. Was about, I wanted to mention that. I thought that was really clever. I like that he had to, like, jump a couple of times to look for it. Like, that was kind of... Yeah. That was, was kind of funny. Yeah. So, um, if you happen to have a $3,000 uh, HoloLens set... Oh, and he kicks the shell, too. That's also really cute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you have, if you happen to have a $3,000 developer kit, then, um, you know, then you too can live yeah, this Yeah, you too can play this. I'm sure it's available. Like, I'm sure he open sourced this thing, but mm-hmm. yeah. On whatever weird rich people website they use to, to share shit like this. <laughs> I, I'm sure Nintendo has already issued his takedown letter. They just... <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, almost certainly. Almost certainly. Probably. It's really, you know, that's funny that you like, can you imagine if like, so, like, you just look at the difference between, like, Nintendo and Google. Like, Google would hire this dude if that was their IP, and Nintendo's like, no, fuck you. Like, yep. <laughs> Nintendo's like, how dare you? Yeah, they're like, you'll... <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Thief. goes Konami, and they're like, you'll never work in this industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, however, our easily most fucked up story, uh, and hilarious story of the week, uh, has to do with Call of Duty. Uh, this is pretty amazing. So, 
Uh, remember when Infinite Warfare came out and uh, Activision swore up and down that the only way you were going to ever play the Modern Warfare Remastered was to buy the collector's edition of yeah. Infinite Warfare, so you had to pay $80. Well, they lied through their teeth. Um, not only that, but they basically gave a giant middle finger to everyone because, you know, in your mind, normal game is 60 Modern Warfare Remastered is twenty. Is is eight? Uh, the the version that comes with the remastered is eighty. So they're they're, yeah. you know, valuing the the remake at twenty. Twenty. Yep. Yeah. Right. Common sense. Mm-hmm. It's now available standalone, but but uh, Activision is charging forty for it on PlayStation, and it, that it, is it, not including DLC. That's going to set you back another what ten fifteen. That includes the yeah. original maps. It turns out that Bobby Kodak is a real piece of shit. Who knew? <laughs> who, yeah, who would have, who would have ever guessed? <laughs> who no. would have ever guessed that one? Yeah. Now, we couldn't have seen it coming. Uh, it is slightly cheaper. My, my favorite. And you know what, Mike, in all fairness, like, yes. lied through their teeth. It's been seven months. Like, maybe they really didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, fucking bullshit. <laughs> God. I still like your so reaction. So ridiculous. I still like your reaction, Mike, when we were talking about it in our in our Discord chat. And you're like, did you guys see this? It's coming out. And I'm like, yeah, it's $40. And you're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like, and actually, that's pretty much most of the internet's reaction. Um, so it's actually $30 on PC. But if you visit the Steam page, it's got, like, super negative reviews. And supposedly no one is playing the online version of the game. In fact, mm, if right. you read the reviews, they encourage you to go purchase the original game, um, the original unremastered Modern Warfare, and just mod it. <laughs> yeah, graphic. because why not? And it's 10 bucks. So, I mean, like, it's crazy to me how just the sheer greed of Activision. This, this is such yeah. an easy fucking slam dunk for that man. All they had to do was charge 20 bucks. If they charged 20 fucking bucks for it, I would have picked it up for 20 bucks. No problem. Yeah, I, I think some of these companies severely underestimate the how the worth of like having generating some goodwill, you know, with, yeah. with, your, with your customers. They really, really they do. They do underestimate it. They value it at exactly like zero dollars pretty much, <laughs> so, which is a huge mistake, honestly. Like it's it's super frustrating to watch like especially from a marketing standpoint, like it's super frustrating to watch that happen and just be like, you know that this is like the opposite of what you should be doing, right? Like 100% the opposite of what you should be doing, especially in cases like this, where it's like they, they literally, because of their ULA, they literally could have just gone and picked the best 1080p remaster mod said, this is ours now and given it, and just given it away to everyone for free. Like they could have just done that because of how their EULA is worded. But they didn't. Instead, they were like, we're going to make our own, maybe. Maybe they did just download the best 1080p mod. And then they're like, fuck you, $40. Like, it's <laughs> mind-boggling how greedy people can be with stuff like that. When it's like... And then, it, then this happens literally every time. Like, you go on the Steam page, and it's just everyone being like, oh, yeah, maybe go fuck yourself a little bit. How about that? Like, <laughs> it's It's really ridiculous to me that, like... It's like... How do you how do you so massively fuck it up? Like, and, I mean, and and the DLC is also like, how do you charge people from? Well, yeah, how do you not just include that in, in the original game. game? Right? How do you do that? 
like congratulations your your balls are the size of like a skyscraper but you know you're not gonna <laughs> walk home with any money in your pocket because you're just pissing people off right What's they the all point? think they're Nintendo and that they could get away with this shit, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, they all—they're all like, "Well, Nintendo releases the same game once every three years, and they make tons <laughs> of money." It's like, yeah, well, you're not Nintendo, so. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So the last thing that I'm, I want to end the show on is obviously uh, the Steam sale is underway. Yeah, uh, what so, have you guys picked up this so year? Let's let's all talk about our moment of weakness. Let's. Anyone? I'll go first. I'll do it. Yeah, you go for it. You, you started out. So. Yeah, so I picked up I picked up uh, Game of the Year Shadow of Mordor for four yeah. bucks. Yeah, I got that. Nice. Uh, because why not? And also the uh, Metro Redux. Both of the games were seven fifty. So Last Light mm-hmm. and just the, oh, the first nice. Metro game. Seven fifty for both of them for the Redux? Dude, that's like a no-brainer. Those games are amazing. Um, that is that is actually a really good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't played the Metro series, um, you should. They're really tense uh, first-person shooters, uh, and the second one, you know, there's you could you could play it two ways. They they made like um, a, a stealth mechanic where you can silently kill people, which also is in the first one, but it's not as much in my opinion. Uh, or you could just go like you know guns blazing, but that's a little harder. But you, you're welcome to it. Um, what'd you guys pick up, Josh? Uh, why, don't, why don't you let us know? Uh, I've got stuff in my cart right now that I'm considering picking up. I, like, I it was that first day of the sale. I added like three things to my cart just instantaneously, right. and it was uh, the stick of truth. Oh, so you added, and then you walk away, and then you come back to make yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's the stick oh. of truth, which I think is like four bucks or something. Smart move. Uh, Wait, which one? I couldn't hear you. The Stick of Truth. Oh, Stick of Truth. That's that's a good game. Yeah, I played it on the Xbox 360 back in the day, and uh, I never finished it. And I thought, ah, for four bucks, I'd probably finish it on my PC. Um, I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, <laughs> also, Fallout 4 was 15 bucks, and I don't play it on my PlayStation. I don't know what makes me think I'd play it on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a sickness, and then... Uh, the the uh, all of the stuff about Wolfenstein at the E3 made me put Wolfenstein in my cart. So, of course, uh, uh, the, yeah. Every time I log into Steam, I just look at them and I go, hmm, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe today, maybe today. <laughs> That's funny. Jay, you make it seem like you you want to go last because you have like a lot you picked up. No, no, actually, I just I have just a funny story. So for the last, I don't know eight nine years i'd actually been sharing a steam account with my cousin who i lived with when i was younger you thief uh valve yeah so valve finally caught on to that when we moved out and then we were accessing steam from two vastly different ip addresses and they were like all right you guys gotta decide whose this is and uh but i mean my cousin's not there's a family share program so you can well, yeah, but now we live, like, way apart. We both have computers and we're always playing. So mm. the family share, like, you can't play at the same time. Right. Yeah, it will kick problem. you off if you're... It will, yeah, it will kick you off. Yeah. So I I decided to be the bigger person and uh, give the account to my uh, my cousin because he is not uh, not in the best place financially right now. And I don't want to, like, hey, you know, there's, like, $400 worth of games you have that you can play. <laughs> Fuck you. See you later. <laughs> So I let him have that. So I'm I'm rebuilding my uh, my Steam library right now. Uh, 
Actually, I picked up too much. I bought PlayerUnknown's Battleground like a couple weeks ago. That was actually the first game I bought on this new account. Um, other than that, I picked up Tabletop Simulator. Uh, picked up Portal Two just because Tabletop. Tabletop. I think it was. I think it was ten dollars. Um, so I never. Uh, I never played it. That was such a random Rockstar release, but I wanted to try it out in the past. It's it's fun if you have friends to play with because you can literally go in the Steam Workshop and people have like literally any tabletop game you can like mm-hmm. imagine they have a kit for it. So like I said, I played I played a game of Settlers of Catan last night and then we played uh, King of Tokyo that Richard Garfield game. So it's uh, it's all fun. Picked up Portal Two because I love Portal Two. Um, you have to have Portal. And right now, yeah, and. Uh, Right now in my cart, I've got uh, Fallout New Vegas and then Shadows of Mordor, because I'm probably going to pick that up, because I never actually played it. Um, other than that, there's some stuff I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, could be uh, thinking about picking up Darkest Dungeon, because I had that, and I really liked playing it, and now I don't have any more. Uh, maybe Grand Theft Auto, maybe The Witcher. I don't know. There's just so much stuff. I've got to love the summer sale. It's funny, because I have The Witcher 3, but... I kind of refused to play three until I beat two. And someone was telling me recently, just, just, just play three. Like you don't really need to know. Anything. Yeah. You should probably just play three. Cause... You should just play three. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what everyone tells me apparently, but it's, it's like in my top five games of like ever. It's, Oh it's, really? It's really, really good. But I feel like, I feel like there's so much I need to know about the character. You in don't. The world. You no. don't. There's not. It's... No. Yeah. It builds it really well. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yehel, did you pick anything all, up? All I picked up was uh, Tabletop, and uh, I have Witcher 3 just sitting in my cart. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to buy it and never play it. Uh, once you start playing it, you won't stop. The Bloody Baron will change your life. I'll just tell it. Like, it's um, so good. Oh, shit. Well, that, we'll see. Damn. That's I'll, I'll probably end up getting drunk and buying praise. it. But, uh... Also, peer pressure. Yeah, I- dude, that's... The- Biggest <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, no other RPG has ever done side quests in a way as compelling as this game does. See, I'm, I'm not at one. Wow, and I want to, I want to get it because everybody says it's amazing. But I'm not really a big RPG guy to begin with. That's why I'm like, ah, probably. I know, I know. I just, I'm You're a monster. Really hard right now. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm a real lazy gamer. I don't want to craft anything or track a list of equipment. I hate. It's I okay. Hate I hate crafting. I have to tell you, I 100% just, it drives me nuts. Like that's the one thing about breath of the wild that drives me nuts. Is I have to fucking craft all the time. It's okay. Well, you saying that you don't like RPGs will never trigger Josh as hard as me saying that, uh, the last like of us is just, just, all, I don't even not like it. It's, it's fine. It's a fine game. I think it's the fact that I think that it's media. I think if I just outright thought it was bad, you would be fine with it. But it's I'm like, eh, it's okay. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I actually what? love The Last of Us. Yeah, everyone does. It's just me. I'm the one. It's my, it's that episode of The Simpsons where Burns is like, no, it's the children that are wrong. That's me. Like, that's it's, me. It's like, it's am not, I? It's not Burns. It's the principal. No, it's not Burns. Oh, it's the principal. I know, okay, yeah, I, I know the reference you're it's yeah, not even it's, that it, it's not even that like I'm triggered. I just love like finding some way to use it to make you agree with me. Like I if you, <laughs> if you like if you listen back to past podcasts, I always like uh, yeah, I try to insert it somewhere where like you kind of go, oh yeah, no, that's total shit. And then I'm like I'm like wait a minute, no, you're talking about the fucking last one, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time. Every time. That's my favorite thing. That's awesome. <laughs> 
donkey right, noodle in my ass in the chat I, says uh, hey fam what's up donkey <laughs> noodle uh so i think that is all the show we have for you uh this week um as always we really appreciate it when you give us a thumbs up a like a share uh and any comments questions don't hesitate to drop us a line at pack podcast uh, until next time i've been your host michael schluger josh Irwin. you hell and jay Shalak keys for us we'll see you next week this has been a production of the gww radio network please don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on itunes stitcher and soundcloud also check out geeks worldwide at the gww.com for all the latest news reviews and opinions on video games comics movies tv cosplay and more geeks assemble